Hello and welcome to Humans Exhaust Me, a show caused by our current world and everything in it. My name's Biz Paul, I'm here in the UK and I've no idea where my co-host is but she is somewhere, it's Felicia Jones. Hey Paul, how are you? Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm all alright, thank you. Whereabouts where are you? I should, have, I should have asked you this before we went on, uh, on air. I'm still in New Mexico, I am in a town called Truth or Consequences. No. Yes. It's truth. That's the name of the town. The town is called Truth or Consequences, New Mexico. <laughs> no, no, that's made and, up. That's not okay, true. Okay, so here's the story behind them. Is that yeah. there was a TV, sh- uh, a game show back in the 50s that was on for a very, very, very long time called Truth or Consequences. And so they ran this contest back in 1950 that says any town that is willing to change the name to the game show name, the host would come out and do the show live. So they <laughs> chose to change the name. It used to be Hot Springs, New Mexico. They decided to change the name to Truth or Consequences. And every year since then, the they celebrate this man who is the host of the show and they have a big festival. So we weren't here for the festival last week, but this is Truth or Consequences, New Mexico. Um, there ain't much going on in Truth or Consequences. It looks like <laughs> where it is, uh, I mean there is kind of a lot of people even from different countries but it seems mm-hmm. like everybody's like stuck in 1982 okay well, this worst clothing, years to be... yeah it kind of feels that way around here it's slow <laughs> and kind of like they haven't made it to out of the 20th century yet but very interesting <laughs> little town the majority of the people are retirees who own stores and they decide to open them whenever they want to so there's like no particular hours why not i love i love it i love it i I see here that um it's got hot springs yes i did go to a hot springs last week that was actually pretty cool so it's a hot springs on the rio grande and um yeah that's this whole town is about hot springs wow i I have to say healing (laughs) of course of course uh i thought you were just you know Telling me a pack of lies, basically, but I can I can see it here. Truth or consequences, <laughs> it even has its own airport. Uh, it's yes. on the Rio Grande, um, by the Elephant Elephant Butte River Reservoir. Elephant Butte, Elephant Butte, Butte. Elephant Butte Lake. Reservoir. That's where we are. We're on the lake. Okay. Wow. Yeah. And yeah. so there's a place called Elephant Butte. Mm-hmm. Not Elephant Butte. No, it's Elephant Butte. Anytime you see B-U-T-T-E is Butte, as they say. Butte. Butte. We would not get away with that over here. Okay. There's a lot of Buttes over here in in this part of the country. (laughs) It's a good story, though, isn't it? Good story. It's a very interesting story. Uh, It's a lot to say. They call it T or C. And I was Mm -hmm. like, that's a lot to say and try to spell really fast um, (laughs) on, on any paperwork. But yeah, that is the official name of the town, Truth or Consequences. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's where you are. Good. I'm glad to, I'm glad we've got our <laughs> weekly update on where Felicia is um, in, in the US. Uh, it's a long yes. way from Europe, but uh, let's start with the, a European story, because as you Yay. know from the last episode, uh, we had something to look forward to last week, which was the Eurovision Song Contest. Yes. Uh, yeah, which um, took place in Liverpool on Saturday. And I've got to say, we're the best at organising things. 
We are. I know I said it last time about how, you know, we were good at organizing the coronation. We're good. We're just good at organizing things in this country. I, I really don't know what the issue is with sorting out like healthcare and, and like general stuff. But because um, it's not a party. It's not a party. Uh, this this really was a party. We didn't win. We came last but one. But <laughs> never mind. Oh, you okay? You got last again? No, last but one. Okay, what's that mean? Last but one. Oh, uh, the um, so not last, but the mm-hmm. like the last but one. So the one before last. So twenty. Oh, the next to last. Okay. Yeah. So tw- <laughs> what do you say? Next to last. Yeah. Have you not heard last but one? No, I've never heard last but oh, one. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, ye olde <laughs> English and all that. <laughs> uh, yeah, we came 20, 25th out of 26th. No one liked normal. it. So you, it you is got back normal. To normal. Okay. So yeah, you got back to normal. normal. Last year was an anomaly. So yeah. who won? And for everyone, um, it was on Peacock and we are cycling through apps over here. So we're not paying for everything. So we're not paying for Peacock <laughs> app. So I'm, I didn't see it. So who won this year? So Sweden won. Bucky's favorite was always going to win. Some people are okay. saying it's a fix. Um, I can believe and, that. Well, I mean, there's a conspiracy about everything, isn't there? But uh, what, yes. <laughs> what the conspiracy theory is, is that Sweden was always going to win because next year is the 50th anniversary of ABBA. Uh, so <laughs> it it had to be in Sweden next year. So Sweden was always going to win. I mean, if at this, I don't know why there has to be a conspiracy theory about everything, but that's that's what they're saying. However, um, uh, Sweden was not the fans' favorite. The fans' favorite, which was our favorite, was a guy called um, Karia from mm-hmm. Finland, who sort of gave this sort of ravey metal, rocky kind of bop thing which is called cha 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 um and clearly it was the favorite um of the fans because everyone was just chanting cha 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 i mean it was quite funny um kids loved it i liked it um we've been listening to it all week so um it was robbed poor guy anyway that's my eurovision news <laughs> we'll, all right we'll who's, the, next who's year. the top who's the top five so we got sweden finland oh. Who were the other um, three? Do you remember? Is Israel. Israel okay. was third. Um, European? Um, have, well, Australia's in it. So, so I feel like we've had this know, conversation before about Israel and Australia. Like, how are they European? We have. All we have. It's, okay. all, it's, okay. all, it's all to... I mean, Israel, I always think, is a bit of a strange one anyway because Israel takes mm-hmm. part in European football tournaments, of course, because they're not really welcome are they in the middle east so <laughs> not really you, you know, no um what was quite interesting though is some of the political stuff around it um so russia's banned belarus is is banned from the competition and ukraine won it and should have hosted it but they can't because of the war so there was a very much an anti-war kind of vibe mm-hmm. a message and then people were saying well hang on there's double standards here because um you know, you're talking about Russia and how bad Russia are and this, that and the other, but Israel is literally bombing the shit out of Palestinians as the competition is happening. Mm. Ah, so, war hypocrisy. You know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but Russia decided to bomb the, the homes of the Ukrainian singers uh, as they were performing, which was a nice touch. What? Uh, seriously? Yeah. 
Did they target? They target their towns on purpose? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that is some petty. Okay. <laughs> Isn't it? Yeah. Wow. How do they know where they live? That is mean. It's, it is mean. It is mean. I mean, I, I don't think it was like their actual homes, but it was they targeted with missiles on the sing- where the singers came from, the town where the singers came from. They targeted that uh, just before as they were performing their song. Wow. That is... Um... I don't even know what to say to that. I'm, I'm speechless. It's next level, isn't it? It's, you know, modern, modern warfare and all this kind of that stuff. It's just pe- it's uh, petty warfare. Yeah. Jeez, okay. Yeah, so um, I think Italy was fourth and Norway was fifth, I think. I can't be bothered okay. to go and look it up, but... Because um, <laughs> yeah. it doesn't matter until next year. <laughs> doesn't matter anymore. But it was it was fun. It was fun to watch. I think I think Europe needs things like that to just cheer itself up now and again. And it's pretty, you know, it's pretty dark. It has been pretty dark over the last few few months for a lot of places. So it has. And you got well. I mean, you got the Olympics coming over there, but Paris is having some issues. Um, <laughs> So maybe they'll figure out how to do the Olympics and everybody will forget for a little while. So you got a few things coming over to that continent to kind of cheer on, I guess. I, I guess. I did try and buy Olympic tickets at the weekend because I'm I'm in the ballot and I got a ballot space. Well, no, I didn't get ballot space. I got access to the ticket site, but mm-hmm. I kind of forgot my time slot. So by the, t- by the time I got on, the, I think, I know, bad idea. The, I think the cheapest ticket for like greco-roman wrestling was like 600 (laughs) euros oh wow what what events are you trying to go see or anything Um, that's available we'd quite like to see basketball actually uh we'd quite see basketball um or some beach volleyball uh i'd love i mean i'd love to see the athletics but the athletics are all sold out Mm -hmm. um can i go to handball or skateboarding uh, skateboarding would be kind skateboarding of cool. would be good, yeah, because we're yeah. Britain's quite good at that apparently, and BMX. Um, we're good at that. It's the the kids. I think Britain's good at the BMX. I think the the kids out of Brazil have been winning the last few years. Um, so that's kind of cool. Yeah, we still we still need to get to Tahiti if we can get there. Maybe just turn up on your boat. So we'll, yeah. we'll see how you, how you get on be, with them. Um, be fun with that. Um, Maybe. Maybe life isn't too crazy in Tahiti because, as you said, the world um, in certain places is a little dark or just a little perplexing what's going on. So you got to tell me, uh, everyone, I got this uh, (laughs) message from Paul that uh, Britain is going uh, national conservatism and they call it, what do they call it? They have a nickname for it now. What Uh, what is it? Yeah, Nazis. Nazi. That is not the right word you want to have for it, but okay. Uh, it just sounds like Nazis. So tell us, tell me, I, I saw a clip, but what's going on? What's what, what's going on in the UK? I honestly, I, I, I don't know. I, um, I kind of feel like this has crept up on me in terms of what it is or, or what it's, what it's about. Um, mm-hmm. It turns out that national conservatism has been around for a while. Um, they like have, most like most things, there have been plenty of, of, of conferences. 
uh, starting in 2016, and there was one in London in 2019, three in the US, Washington, Orlando, Miami uh, was last year, one in, one in Brussels. There's all these um, things about uh, what, it, what it is. Um, mm-hmm. So I've had to kind of look it up. So it says it's a nationalist variant of conservatism that concentrates on upholding national and cultural identity. So whatever whatever that that means, certainly you know, know um, (laughs) yeah, family values, opposition to immigration, traditionalist, um, you know, Eurosceptic in uh, the case of it being over here, and it's it's just, I don't know, it just seems like extreme to me. It opposes. It's a hmm. polite Nazi party. I mean, that's just my opinion. yeah, well, the, a few people have invaded the stage at this big conference that's been happening this week. And I think the reason it's come to my, well, my attention and the attention over here is because a lot of the Conservative Party who were maybe under Boris Johnson and now are not in Rishi Sunat's government, or, or some that are in his government, like the Home Secretary, Surala Braverman, have made speeches at this conference. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's... It's I don't know. Oh, there's been a few stage invasions, um, disruptions, and um, infiltrations by activists and protesters and things like that. So people have obviously started shouting things at them and stuff. And the, the main cry seems to be about them being fascist, and they're saying, "Oh, you're misunderstanding what fascism is is all about." But it 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 is extreme. It is extreme, and it feels very very close to that sort of fascist element um mm-hmm. yeah it just makes it makes me really uncomfortable uh in terms of what that the, the fact that a lot of the what i would have considered mainstream tories have gone to that i don't know it just it just worries me a bit the 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 aggression of the speakers in particularly that i was hearing just like okay can you stop shouting you've got like a, a microphone and an audience there just just deal with it. I mean, I'm looking at their, their website, right? It says, um, we are citizens of Western nations who have watched with alarm as the traditional beliefs, institutions and liberties underpinning life in this countries have been progressively undermined and overthrown. By what? By it's what? By what is... Leftists. Liberal leftists. That is who's changing things. Mm. <laughs> uh, mm. I mean... For the most part, the that talk is it's the same talk over here. Um, add that to like Christian nationalism, and it just gets even crazier. It is it's disturbing, and it's almost like you don't know what to do about it because it, I don't is you don't realize how deep it is. And we've been watching a couple of kind of documentaries about things that has nothing to do with it but especially here when it's like uh, it's found a home inside of um, christian churches and you just don't realize how deep and how far and how much money these groups have Um, Mm. a lot of these groups have been around forever and they are well funded and they have had an agenda for a very long time and this seems to over the last, maybe since, you know, 2015, 2016, 
like their agendas have been kicking into into play. I definitely know here in the United States, um, you know, when we talk about the, um, abortion, immigration, all that kind of stuff, it is it's it's just here and now. Even with Florida, with um, Ron DeSantis, who is the governor, they just banned DEI programs at all public um, universities and colleges, and. And people are very concerned about that on top of, you know, they are banning, um, they are making, <laughs> oh, they have a new law. Somebody calls it the just let them die law. What's that? Oh, oh, it's horrible. They have given medical professionals the ability to not treat people based on their moral, moral and ethical beliefs. Ooh. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so for so for example, if a medical practitioner was a big Christian, and there mm-hmm. was a gay person in the ER, yes. and they disagreed with their beliefs, they, they could, could refuse to treat them. Yes. And I guess. This has happened already where an EMT um, ambulance person chose not to treat someone and they died because of moral ethical beliefs. And we've seen this before with the abortion birth control pills, like um, pharmacists who won't give out birth control pills um, Mm. and things like that. So um, it's it's um, and it's so concerning that you have enough people that are willing to vote against their own safety and their own interests, but it's all under this entanglement of conservatism, you know, not changing our culture, not changing our beliefs, making sure we keep whatever we value here. And, and that's what Ron DeSantis says. He was like, you can go anywhere else and learn this stuff. He said, but that is not our values here. Um, and our colleges and universities are for the basics, which is not what college and university is for. <laughs> but, okay. Um, I mean, but y- you you have these people, you know, you basically you can call it the Republican um, National Convention here, the National Conservatism. And there's um, a whole bunch of these little CPAC groups that are all about this that have jumped onto this conservatism thing. And I think what's probably you're going to, if you start paying attention, they will start twisting history now and, you know, having very different views on what actually happened in history. Whereas, you know, one guy here is saying, you know, we didn't need a civil rights movement. We didn't need to get rid of slavery. The is capitalism. The free market would have changed all of that. And it's just like, dude, really? You actually believe mm. that? <laughs> mm. uh, so, so you get to start getting a very interesting twist of history and, and, and things like that. So um, I, it seems like, I mean, we talked about this on the show some, a couple of years ago, because uh, yeah. surprise, surprise, we still have content. Um, <laughs> we talked about authoritarianism and this is basically what's happening. And a lot of these governments across the world have gone very aggressive and now, I mean, they're just rebranding themselves as conservative, but that's what it is. I mean, when you look, I think the person, the prime minister of Italy is this way. And I know some yeah. other places in Europe, we definitely have the Philippines. We have countries in Africa that have gone this way. Um, and 
I, I don't know what's going on in Russia. I mean, Russia, I think I told you, they have, they're building uh, some, they're building a town for conservative expats from Canada, the United States, and I'm assuming um, the UK can go and be conservative together outside of Moscow. So <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I think they should go, but I don't know what's real. I mean, I guess people are really doubling down on nationalism, which is yeah. disturbing in many ways. And you will eventually vote against your own interests if you go along with this stuff, because it's not going to stop. I mean, we've gotten to the point now where you cannot give care to anyone having an abortion you cannot give care to anyone who is transgender and th and that's basically what that law in florida is supposed to be but mm -hmm. you're opened up the door for anybody to refuse care to you i mean just like if i was a doctor and you're a, a racist i could just say that's against my ethics and just sit, sit there and let you die that is crazy yeah, it is. It is so crazy. It is. <laughs> so. The, the, the thing about voting against your own interests, I think, is an interesting one because we see that a, a lot. We certainly saw that in the last general election yeah. here and yeah. the results from the local election has been bad for the you know, um, incumbent conservative government. But I think it, 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 might, it must be about priorities. People have sort of a hierarchy of what's important to them and they must okay so so some of them might just be a bit stupid but otherwise people must just have a priority of what's important and be willing to sacrifice certain things because something else is more important and we saw that in the the Brexit vote I think yeah when it comes down to it I don't care what anyone says the reality is that it has been a disaster. We are poorer as a as a result, but people mm -hmm. felt it was more important for them to be able to decide certain things, and they perceived that being part of the European Union took some of that decision making capability away. Which, as it turns out, is not necessarily the case. But you know, whatever. So that was that was more important. And when it came to the last general election, the idea of needing to get Brexit actually over the line or get Brexit done, as the slogan said, was more important than the fact that the majority of the people that voted for the Tories would then be worse off because the Conservative Party is not interested in the general well-being of the vast majority of the poor, mm -hmm. poorer population. So they, yeah. they, they must be willing to sacrifice that to, to, to do what they need to do. So maybe in the same way... People are willing to sacrifice um, certain protections because in their mind, maybe for religious reasons, they don't believe that, you know, two men should be sleeping together or trans people should exist, whatever that, that is. But, you know, eventually they will, I think we've said this before as well, eventually they will become the target of something. Yeah, I mean, that's basically what's happening is is single issue voters and you only focus on the one thing that like you said is a priority to you and i and not realizing that you might be sacrificing other things so it's just like the you know even with the abortion um bans here in certain states 
is not just so because people think people are just being irresponsible and just having sex and having abortions where now is leading into women who are having unsafe pregnancies miscarriages and people refuse to care for them and we have women who are literally on their deathbeds before um people will um, give them care that's how crazy it is what what's the situation with things like you know if you had a family member who was pregnant and was miscarrying and you helped them as your family member can you get in trouble for that depends on which state you're in remember um i don't remember if florida was like that but i know uh, texas had the basically you can call people in and, and get reward money for reporting them um iowa is it iowa or idaho i forget um now it is illegal for you to say if you were taking someone to a different state because um, uh, abortion is banned there, you they, they have made it so that you can't cross state lines and they will check you and they will report all of you and, and then you all go to jail. So that has been an issue with people crossing state lines of people starting to check them or asking for papers, making sure you're not pregnant or anything. Um, mm -hmm. And, and so we have these issues where, and the same thing, we have these Second Amendment right people here um, that are so gung-ho on guns. <laughs> uh, gun violence has actually gone up. Uh, wow. But, in, and that, I mean, that's the one where people, they were like, oh, it's not the guns that are killing people. It's just a 12-year-old with the AR-15 that is shooting up everybody. Um, that's mm. the problem, not the gun. Um, actually, a 12-year-old just got arrested last night for shooting somebody at a fast food place because they got mad what yeah a 12, a 12 year old how does a 12 yeah. year old have access to a gun well i mean that's a stupid question but it, it was texas uh one yeah. they were with an adult and they knew how to use it so um there are a lot of children who actually do know how to use guns and they get starter guns uh when they're kids <laughs> what yeah what oh my god Start, so starter guns are a thing so here, just, I mean, I don't know if this is a useful comparison or not, but I, I, I even hate Nerf guns, right? <laughs> you know what Nerf gun is, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like the kids have been bought Nerf guns for, from, you know, birthday presents or whatever over the years. I can't stand them. I can't stand the thought that they're there <laughs> aggressively pointing a, a foam dart at somebody and potentially just, you know, firing at their butt so they go out a little bit. I can't stand it. I, and I often say to them about video games, you know, these things look too realistic and I won't oh, they allow, they are, and I won't allow um, uh, guns in VR games. Like on one of the kids' meta quests, I won't, I won't permit mm -hmm. first person shoot em ups because I'm like, you, you, you're in, you're in the, in the situation too much in VR. Well, we have traumatized kids here. <laughs> and God, I can't, yeah. The the kids there are quite. A, there's a segment of kids that know how to use guns and use them very well, and they have used them often. Um, and then now you know you um the kids that do oh gosh what are these these shooter drills at school, I mean they just know what to do now to the point in Colorado they are offering uh, they're going to start teaching kids and teachers how to do like triage and to stop bullet hold uh, bullet uh, 
bullet wounds um, to people um, until medical care can get to them. So, and I know it's like we've gotten, seems like we're going to a different place, but it all comes back to this umbrella of conservatism of being able, at least for here, being able to protect yourself, you know, keep our culture, not infringe on our, and that's a big one, not infringe on our rights and our amendments and being able to live how we want to live, not being, and I saw the Suella Braverman lady, uh, she was saying, you know, we don't want to feel bad and we, and nobody should be made to feel bad for things in our history. We should focus that we got rid of, it was in reference to slavery, like we got rid of slavery, you know, all the mm. other stuff after that doesn't matter, you know, <laughs> all the little race riots and stuff like that. That's cool. Uh, but, the, but this is that umbrella of conservatism of, and, and the, and for what they say, the liberal people are the ones who are wrong. The ones who are trying to change how we live, you know, introducing kids who are gay or kids who are trans or trans people marrying other people, uh, not getting married, not working, all that kind of stuff. Um, not, uh, going to church is, um, which is causing all these other problems. And it's just, it's just fascinating to watch. It's a little scary to watch, but it's fascinating to watch. It, 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 it is scary. And I think there's this whole idea of like, what people are, are saying. I think Suella Braverman is particularly problematic. And I think she, she hides. No, she doesn't hide. She very much doesn't hide, but she uses her skin tone as a weapon. You know, she very much is yes. of the view of, well, I'm brown. So, you know, it's not racist because, hey, I'm brown. I mean, it's it's that kind of that kind of yeah. energy she gives off. Uh, I tell you, there's, there's someone um, that's worth looking at uh well I say worth looking at I mean, I mean don't don't <laughs> try not to um but there is a a woman I can't remember her name I'm scrolling Twitter trying to fill there's a there's a lot of tweets from this conservative uh conference yeah, uh, it's national conservative conference <laughs> I know I try I'm trying to find her where is it it's like Oh no, I don't know when. What day was it? Ah, that's it. Right. Um, her name is Catherine Burplesing, and she's referred to as Britain's strictest headmistress. And uh, look her up, and see what she was saying at this National Conservatism Conference yesterday, because is it this is. The, is this the woman? I saw something where some lady would let the kids sit in a corner if they couldn't afford lunch yes that's it that's her that's her that's that's evil (laughs) it is evil so she's speaking at this national conservatism conference and i watched what she was saying my goodness my goodness you know it's it's aggressive it's it's shouty um it's it's worrying it's worrying it's evil. We should. I, I'm actually at this point now where we should just call it what it is. It's not conservatism. It's just straight up evil. And mm. and I don't know if if you all have a religious tinge behind all this stuff yet. But over here, you know, when they all call, keep saying the devil is coming, it's like, well, y'all are the devil. Like, I'm sorry, but a lot yeah, of the things that they're saying has been evil because we have that here where people will not feed kids in schools. They were like, that's your problem. You know, 
but you know they will raise their per diem so they can go on more trips uh mm. it and and have no problem with it because now here i don't know if um if if it happens over there but uh kids can kids get arrested for not paying for school um lunches so they kind of tally it up and then like wait till they're 18 then they arrest them they also arrest what? parents and they will call child protective child protective <sighs> services on you <laughs> the world's yeah. gone mad the world's gone mad that's ridiculous that that's what they've been doing here so any type of infringement any kids have been having any issues it's like it's all tallied up and then it's like wait till your 18th birthday then they arrest you which forces you not to be able to graduate which causes all kinds of problems um uh, <laughs> there are quite a few states that do that and um and and yet they won't and i i think i, I don't know if i told you but like i had a friend um they couldn't they couldn't afford the lunch and the kids had already gotten the lunch they take the food from you and just give you bread no. yeah oh no that is evil it is and i mean they fired one lady because she was she was paying for the kids to eat they fired her from the job so but this like but this goes under that conservatism you should be able to pay for your own kids take care of your kids don't ask for government handouts this yeah. is what we do we get up and we work we work and that's what we do and we take care of our families and you know women we submit to our men because they are our god and unfortunately we have to ride this out and a lot of people are people are just saying well that's that group and we just a lot of us who don't believe in this stuff or think they're crazy we'll kind of laugh it off as like that's that particular group that's that particular um, political party or that's that particular state when we should realize that these people have a very deep strategy and it's very simple. It's not as complex as most um, liberal um, political party strategies, but it is very, very simple. You just double down on whatever is evil, um, call it conservatism, and then a lot of people donate money to it. And so that's why these people stick around for as long as they do. So we should all mm -hmm. be concerned. <laughs> we should be concerned. Wow. Uh, you know what? If, if this is all a simulation... <laughs> then the code is starting to look a bit buggy and may completely <laughs> crash. And actually, it might not be a bad thing if it hurries up and, and oh, crashes. Oh, I think it, should, it, it It will, but it's just like, how fast will it crash? Like, hurry up and yeah, do it now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hurry up and do it. Get it over and done with. Lance the boil. Uh, yeah. We, we definitely need a, a hard reset, That is that is for sure. Oh, mm. goodness me. Okay, look, well... Um, I will keep you posted on anything that comes out of the London conference. Uh, we're not going to be well, available next week. I'm I'm definitely not because, folks, I'm going to see Harry Styles. That's so. what you should do because the world is crumbling. Go see Harry. Go see Beyonce. Go see all these people. It's the year of concerts. Go do something fun and be happy because, man, you're going to need to stock up on it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you're living your best life and I take inspiration from you. So <laughs> I've got a few more commitments than you have. I'm going to try and live my best life next week. Hopefully everything will be all right in the world after a bit of uh, Harry. Yes, uh, but we'll, it will we'll, be. We'll see, we'll see where we are in a couple of weeks, shall we? <laughs> have fun next week. I will do my best. See you soon. See ya.